Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cinema Rogues. I forgot the <laughs> name of the show that we're doing for a slight second. Uh, I was looking at, at the housekeeping for Board Game Barbarians, and I was like, nope, wrong show. Wrong show. Which uh, segues into go listen to Board Game Barbarians if you want more of me talking about board games. It's a show that I do, and it's great, I hear. I don't know. I'm not very good at selling my own stuff. That's but what eBay's what for, sh- right? That's true. What you should do is go check out Sightail Studios, which is Guy's other stuff on the YouTube and the Twitch. Yay. Yeah, go check it out. He plays games. Sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, when I post content, it is game content. How about that? That's true. And then go check out our daddies over at Retro Warriors uh, in... It's another show you can listen to about retro video games. Is this a good intro so far? So far, so far you're killing it. It's like you've been hosting the show for a year. I I know it's it's almost like that. Almost. has it been a year? When is our year? When's our 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 year wrap around? Uh, well, our anniversary, our anniversary is the word I'm looking. Yeah, for. that's the word you're looking for. Uh, January first for. Uh, our own separate feed and being our own thing. Oh, we're our own thing. And then I think our very first episode we did, I'd have to look back at the Retro Warriors Patreon, but it was like February or March of 2020. Oh, serious? Yeah, because we did Sonic, uh, and that was the last movie I saw before the pandemic. That's a good point. I don't know, do we want to want to have our birthday be january 1st or do we want to have our birthday be february march uh let's go january 1st all right that's a nice nice clean new year birthday right there dude i'm i get i don't know i'm conflicted because like uh january 1st would be it would make it one year uh coming up here in a, in a few weeks right Right. But like March or eight or, or excuse me, February, March wouldn't be like two years coming up in like six weeks. That's true. I don't know. I'll look into it and then uh, we'll, we'll go whatever the two year date is. We'll figure it out. What you've been watching? <laughs> uh, restarted Shira with the kids was looking for something that wasn't the Simpsons. Nice. How's that? Uh, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I watched the whole thing. I think I probably talked about it on the show. Um and the the kids had seen like an episode or two and I was like, well, you guys want to watch the whole thing? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So we have like, we have like family time, uh, after dinner time, or I guess when they get ready for bed and then we hang out for another hour and then they go to bed. Um, and during that time it used to be story time and it's, it's morphed into like family show time basically. Right. Uh, so we watch a couple episodes a day when they're here. Nice. Nice. Uh, I watched the second part of Masters of the Universe Revelation. Okay. It was really good. So more more He-Man? More He-Man. Uh, there's more He-Man in it. Yeah. Uh, and I guess not to be... Uh, it's kind of spoilery, but there are a lot of He-Mans in it. Oh, okay. I've never been... I was never a He-Man kid. Um, or Masters of the Universe. Like never. That was never really my thing. So I don't really know a whole lot about it. I tried watching the new show on Netflix, the one that uh, Kevin Smith did. Yeah, that's that's this one. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I watched like the first episode of that, and I just like was like, cool, I guess. And then yeah, it seems like if you don't know the characters at all, the the it, it jumps right in without any kind of explanation. Like I know some of the like I know some of the characters. I've seen some He Man episodes, but I was never like a fan. Like I wasn't. I didn't dislike it, but it was never my thing. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, and then other than that, I watched uh, all of the recent season of Doctor Who. Oh, all of it? Yeah, the last Dang. episode came out uh, on Friday, this past Friday, the 5th of December. And um, I had been watching, I, I bought it on Amazon, so I was getting it as it was releasing. Uh, but I didn't buy it till like like three episodes had been out, and it's a six-episode season, so... By the time I was ready to watch the last episode, it came out like the next day. Oh, it's only six episodes? Yeah. I'll have to. I need to watch last year's season. And I lost track of it. Yeah. I. 
I don't know how I, f- I have mixed feelings about this, this run of the doctor with, with, um, uh, crap. I know her name too. It's Jody something. Jody Whitaker, uh, as the doctor. I, I think she's a great doctor. Uh, I think the show show is totally different than it was with Russell T Davies and, and, um, the other guy. What's his name? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Moffat. Moffitt? Yeah. Stephen Moffat. Um, you know, and it's, it is a different approach. It's a little, I don't even want to say it's more serious, but cause it's, it's not, it's, it's just, it's just totally like a, a shift from, from what we've been, you know, used to for, for 12 years or whatever. So, uh, it takes a bit of getting used to, but I, I, I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed this, this little, you know, six episode season. It was pretty good. And it's all one long story, which was neat. I think uh, I had a problem with the first season, and I didn't have I didn't have a problem with uh, what was what was her name Whitaker Jody Whitaker Jody Whitaker I didn't have a problem with her I think I had a problem with the amount of of companions Yeah, they did like, have I feel like like three. three Yeah, three companions is is a little bit too many companions. Like I think like one is perfect, two you're kind of stretching it. Three is just too many companions. <laughs> um, so I think I I had a problem with the amount of people that were with her the entire time. Um, I don't know. I'll need to go back and rewatch what I what I haven't what I've watched already, and then watch what I haven't watched. Do it. Fine, I will. All right. Well, what'd you watch this week? I watched Krampus for Krampus Knocked, which was Sunday. That's a thing. Krampus Knocked is a thing. It is a holiday in Norwegian countries ah. and Germany. Okay. That celebrates Krampus. Oh, I That's thought that it. was just part of Christmas. Uh, it's part of it. It's part of the Christmas season. Ah, okay. But it's, but it's its own thing also. Doesn't Krampus uh, like kidnap children or something? Isn't that his whole bag? Uh, Krampus takes naughty children and puts them in a boiling pot and spanks them, I think, also. Oh, well, okay. As long as, as, long as uh, we're into corporal punishment, I guess. Yep. My wife's favorite version is there was, like, in the 1920s or, like, 1910s, there was a lady Krampus that would take naughty men away from <laughs> their husbands or their wives. Nice. <laughs> and it was just this giant lady Krampus, like, twice the size of a man, and would just pick them up. And put them in a basket. It was great. Uh, and then I watched, uh, went to the theater and watched The French Dispatch. Ooh, theater. Fancy theater. man. See a French yeah. movie. No, is it a French movie? I don't know. No, it's the newest Wes Anderson movie. Uh, yeah, okay. That's why I don't know it. I fucking yeah. hate Wes Anderson movies so much. It was sorry. a good movie. It was was it? Good. Yeah. I like Wes Anderson movies, so. Oh, well, good. So if you like Wes Anderson movies, uh, then you'll like this. Uh, otherwise, two people walked out of it at one point. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know why. Because it's a Wes like Anderson it was, movie. Well, it was way past half the movie. Did, did it take them like three fourths of the movie to be like, "Wait a minute, this is Wes Anderson. I'm not gonna watch this garbage." It's been an hour and a half, and nothing's happened. Well, Lots much, of stuff happened. I don't understand. How much longer do you think's left? Probably another hour and a half. Do you think anything will happen? No. I don't know why people hate Wes Anderson so much. <laughs> I don't hate Wes Anderson. I hate his movies. Oh, okay. So you hate him personally. Yeah, as he a person. personally came and stabbed me in the guts and walked away. And was like, watch my movies. Or I'll stab you again. You. I'll stab you three more times. <laughs> That's more than what um, happened in uh, uh, Rushmore. You know, I haven't seen Rushmore. I haven't seen Rushmore and I haven't seen Bottle Rocket, which I think is the first movie. But I hear Bottle Rocket like tonally is way different from all of his other movies. I watched Bottle Rocket probably about 20 years ago and it was it was okay. Yeah. That was when I was giving Wes Anderson a chance. I stopped caring about Wes Anderson when Rushmore came out in like 2002, I guess it was. Oh, man. 2001, maybe. You should probably revisit some of it. Probably. Like, I, I don't know. Rushmore was like his like third movie? Yeah. 
ever since then. Like, I think I tried the the Darjeeling Limited and got That's a good movie. Thirty forty five minutes into it, I'm like, nope, boring. I mean, his movies are very like story driven, not actiony movies. Yeah, and. I like a good story driven movie. It's just for whatever reason, the way that he lays out his, his, uh, movies, it, 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 and I guess the script, it's just not, it doesn't catch my attention. And then I get real bored and it's supposed to be funny and the humor doesn't hit for me. And it's just, it's a whole thing. I think you'd like the grand Budapest hotel. Yeah. That's one of his like newest, not newest. I guess it's the newest movie. Wait, third newest movie. Yeah. Well, if you think I like it, I'll give it a chance. It's a good movie. I mean, a lot of a lot more stuff happens in that movie than in any of his other ones. So Yeah, what was his second I, movie? I think that one was okay. It's the one before Rushmore. I don't know. What whatever. Isn't I thought Rushmore was his second movie. No way. Well, now we have to look it up on the show and make everybody listen to me as I look up Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's yelling at the radio right now. Right. Obviously that's happening. Um, that's the reason. I know you don't like Wes Anderson, which is the reason why... Oh, Bottle Rocket. Uh, Rushmore is his second film. Uh, Rushmore came out in 98? Yep. Wow, okay. Then I gave up... I mean, I watched Rushmore, but I, I have memories of like watching it, I guess, for the first time in college. So that was... Uh no. Yeah, the Royal Tannenbaums. No, I hated that movie, like with a passion. That was boring shit. It was a pretty boring movie. I'll give you that. That's what it was. I I didn't get Rushmore very much. Uh Bottle Rocket was I, I went back and watched it after watching Rushmore and it was okay because my girlfriend at the time liked Wes Anderson movies. And then we watched the Royal Tannenbaums and it was just I didn't get it at all. That's the one reason why on this show I have not picked any uh, Wes Anderson movies to do. Because I know you don't <laughs> really like him. Um, and I didn't want to like torture you with stuff you don't like. That's fine. We can do a show on the French Dispatch sometime. It's it's his new his new movie. I go, I'll watch a movie that I hate. That's fine. For All the right. show. Hell, All this right. week's movie, I, it, I watched it today because I was like... It's going to be a dumb kids Christmas movie, blah, blah, blah. But it has Nintendo, so it's probably okay. And I just like delayed and delayed and delayed. And then eventually got to watching the movie. And I'll tell you about it in a bit. Well, I didn't watch it till yesterday. So I'm on the same boat. <laughs> awesome. But I also always forget when we're going to record. You were on like, it this week, dude. Well, I remembered this week because I was like, I don't think we're recording this week. So that means we are. <laughs> so I messaged you and I was like, we're recording, right? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it worked out. Yeah. All right. We'll get into news. Uh, Kevin Feige says the MCU is ready for the multiverse, which is good because they're kind of jumping into it with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Yeah, and they and they've been dipping their toe into it with uh, Loki and other stuff. Well, and with all the stuff that you that people have seen in the trailers, I, I mean, I I turn off the Spider Man trailer as quickly as I can, but sometimes it's one of those uh, you can't skip this ad for five seconds on YouTube. Oh yeah, which sucks. But um, you know, so we we know that there are characters showing up in the spider-man movie from other spider-man universes so the multiverse is happening um you know we were introduced to kang the conqueror in uh loki yep so and the next doctor strange movie is called doctor strange in the, the multiverse isn't it multiverse of madness yeah 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 so which which again i hope happening. i hope that they run into like evil doctor strange that'd be great I mean, he's not really evil. He's just like super demon possessed to Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. He still saved the universe. Not to spoil things about shows that we're not going to mention what they are. So that way you don't know what we're spoiling. There we go. Yeah. It's impossible Done. to figure out what what no show way. Doctor Strange is in. No way to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we got a trailer for the Spider-Verse 2 movie. 
It looks very nice. Does it? Yeah, it does. Great. Yeah. It's still it it's great. still miles centric, right? Uh yep. Yep. Trailer had Miles and uh Spider Gwen in it. Nice. So I won't go into who else showed up in the trailer for you since you don't like tra- spoilers and trailers and things. I appreciate that. But I was excited. <gasps> anyway, uh, rumor mill time because I couldn't really get this confirmed. Uh, Tom Holland apparently has signed on for three more Spider-Man movies. I saw that. I was excited. Yep. I, I looked it up and I couldn't, like I said, I can't really confirm it. Um but there's multiple outlets reporting it, so I assume it's true, maybe. Well, let's hope so, because he's fantastic as as both Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Yep. Um, Some places are saying three movies. Some places are saying there are three more movies that are going to happen, but he's only going to be in the first one, Hmm. or I guess the fourth one in that instance. So uh, somebody else would eventually, I guess, take up. Maybe Miles Morales shows up. Who knows? Uh, man, I mean, I uh, finally started reading my backlog of Spider-Man comics. And mm. if Peter Parker can still be going, you know, as like I, if I, over the past 10 years, I think he's built like a tech empire and lost it um, and is now like back being like a college professor or some shit. <sighs> Tom Holland can just be Peter Parker forever. Thank you. Yeah. Well, not forever, forever, but... Well, I mean, for, as long as I'm long alive, time. probably. Yeah. He could be old man Peter Parker. 80-year-old Tom Holland Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of casting news, though, Kevin Feige did confirm that uh, Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil in the MCU. I saw that, and then he also confirmed others MCU um, or other Netflix show characters may be appearing also. Right on. I'm excited about that. I thought Charlie Cox was a great uh, Matt Murdock. Um, and it's nice to see the, those shows become MCU canon. Yeah, I agree. I guess we'll get into it. Sorry for the Spider-Man heavy news. I was looking for other stuff, but nothing really popped out at me that I cared about. <laughs> nice. That's like the weirdest part about looking for like movie news or board game news is it's all like for board games there's like there's always a ton of news mm-hmm. there's always a ton of board games coming out and it's just none of them i care about oh no so whenever i so whenever i do news for the show i'm like i didn't care about anything that i saw so sorry new new games are coming out i don't know what they are uh anyway well, today we are talking about a bit christmas the hbo max movie um yeah, I guess we'll get into synopsis. I wrote the synopsis. It's not very great, um, but I think it. I think it's okay. Uh, Jake Doyle tells his daughter a story in order to teach her a lesson about Christmas. Yes, he does. Yes, it's it's a factual statement. It's a factual synopsis. You are correct, sir. Continue. Uh, released November twenty fourth on HBO Max exclusively, uh, based on the book Eight Bit Christmas by Kevin. Uh, Jakubowski, uh, not much of anything else for development that I saw, like any, anything like nothing on Wikipedia, nothing on other sites. Oh, wow. Like it was, it was basically like this movie was based on a book and it was made. And at this time, these actors were cast like those, that was the development. So nothing cool happened, I guess. I mean, Um, a movie happened. That's pretty cool. um, Yeah, I guess so. I guess when you put it that way. <laughs> uh, directed by Michael Douse, story and written by Kevin Jakubowski, which if you'll remember, I just mentioned him as the book writer. So that's actually, I I was actually kind of excited about that. Yeah. It's, that's, that's somebody that wrote the book actually wrote the movie too. Yeah, that's, that is pretty nice. Um, You know, it's, it's one of those things where then you know that the author had a lot of say in what in what happened, and and I think that's always a more authentic experience. Yeah, and probably the movie is probably more like the book than than other movies that are based on books. I don't know. You'd have to read the book, and I'm not going to. So you do it. <laughs> um, leads are Winslow Fegley, 
as young Jake, Neil Patrick Harris as old Jake or adult Jake, Steve Zahn as John Doyle, June Diane Raphael as Kathy Doyle, Bella Luna Resnick as Lizzie Doyle, and Sophia Reed Granzant or Ganzant as Annie Doyle. Uh, no awards or nominations. The movie just came out on HBO Max, so nothing really to go by there. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, 80% tomato meter, 75% audience score. Metacritic is a 66 Metascore, 6.5 audience score, and IMDb is a 6.7 out of 10. So kind of all in the same general area, except for the tomato meter is a little bit higher than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I... Um... I, I guess hopping into to, to what I was going to say, because it, it kind of rolls right into it. The Does it? Yeah, I expected the scores to be higher. Um, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot, but I also think that maybe um, it's going to get a lot of comparisons to A Christmas Story. Um, simply because it's it's the story of a kid that wants a specific thing for Christmas and whether or not he gets it at Christmas and the, and the, and what he goes through to, to obtain it. Right. Right. Plus it's 40 years ago. Um, which is insane to me. Uh, well, I guess it's like 30, uh, it's not quite 40. 36, 36 years. Uh, it takes place in 88. Uh-huh. It's 2021. So, okay. Yeah. 37 years. Nope. I am not anywhere near 37 years old. So thank you for that. Why can't I math right now then? It's 33 years. God bless it. All right. Well, <laughs> you kept going up and I was like, no, no, bro. You go <laughs> the <down."> other direction. <laughs> All right. So it's 33 years old. Uh, I guess my point was going to be that a Christmas story came out in like 1982 or 83. It uh, was yeah. set in the early forties, late thirties. So, you know, it's a similar similar uh, time jump, which is very much a same samey movie. Yeah, same samey movie. Uh, but if it, it fits That's nicely into technical. that family Christmas, you know, movie niche, and and I, it was really enta- entertaining. It was a flashback to to my childhood, so you know, I I enjoyed it, and and uh, but I but I think that in general, Christmas movies are perceived as being weaker movies. Uh, And that may have something to do with the score being lower than what I thought it actually deserves. Maybe. I mean, I thought it was a lot, like you said, a lot like a Christmas story mixed with like Princess Bride, except they didn't have, you know, the charming Peter Falk as the guy telling the story. No, they had the charming Neil Patrick Harris. He's still a charming individual. I'm not saying he's not charming. (laughs) Um, But it very much had those kind of same vibes. Uh, I, I thought... I kind of, I'm going to be honest, I watched this movie in pieces because I would like watch a bit, pause, go do something else, come back to it, watch some more. And it was within like, like I would go do something else for like maybe three minutes. But I did kind of watch this movie in pieces, so it was kind of broken up for me. But uh, I thought I thought it was still a fine movie. I don't think it's anything that's going to add or be added into my holiday rotation mm-hmm. of movies that I watch every single year. Um, but it it was enjoyable. I don't have any movies that I watch every single year, but I thought about adding this one. Um, yeah, you know, this is the first movie you were going to add every single year. Yeah, well, you know, like to the to the general rotation of Christmas themed movies, right? So, Christmas Story, Elf, uh, this movie, Muppets Christmas Carol, you know. Yeah, you gotta have Muppets. You know, when somebody's favorite Christmas movie might be her favorite movie. Really? Yeah, it's a good one. It Uh, is a good one. I like Muppet Treasure Island a little better, but you know, to each their own. Um, Um. I was got Die Hard. Die Hard, that's a, that's another one. You know, those movies that when somebody's like, hey, let's watch a Christmas movie, they immediately spring to mind. Like, And ones that I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. I think Congo. I'd throw that in the in this mix. Did you say Conga? It's a Congo. Oh, Congo. How is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> it's not. I was just trying to throw you off. You're just fucking like lasering monkeys in the jungle. <laughs> Merry Christmas. To you. All right. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, what do you? I, I'm assuming it's. It sounds like it's worth a watch if you're adding it to your Christmas rotation that you, that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more to say about it. End of show. No, it was good. I would. S- I would say if you've got HBO Max, it's worth watching. Um, if you don't have HBO Max, it's not worth. Probably not worth getting HBO Max specifically for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like on the fence about getting HBO Max or something, maybe for like a month, you know, I would say you know it's it's there. It's a good it's a good choice. It is a good choice. Um, I don't know. I think. I think at this point HBO Max is is probably worth the subscription in general. So you know, yeah, we're not sponsored by them in any way, shape, or form, unfortunately. But if we were, then I would say it's definitely worth the subscription. <laughs> <laughs> and if we weren't sponsored by them, which we're not, it's still it's still pretty much worth it, you know, for the most part. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff. And new movies, except for next year when they stop doing it, I guess. Yeah, they need to, they need to not stop that, but whatever. Yeah, we're not we're not in charge of HBO, so not yet. Uh, spoilers! Right. Uh, spoiler time! Spoiler zone! Spoiler zone! Spoiler time! Spoiler time! Uh, what you got? I I want the most heinous spoiler of this entire movie. I think we should start with it. Uh, no, we, we need to end with it because... We need to end with it? We need to end with it because it's the end of the movie and because it's just going to throw me into a depression. So, uh, yeah. All right. Then we won't start. I, I figured we'd start with it, but if you don't want to start with it, I'm not going to make it. Well... <laughs> I've been like sad all day because of the dumb ending. Uh, it's awful. Like I went. It made you that sad. Well, yeah, I get I get into it. Um, but before we do, there were a lot of funny bits in the movie that I really enjoyed. Like when the Nintendo when he got the Nintendo right from the mall and they're like they did their whole like secret plan and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like it fucking like yeets off of his arm into the into the street and gets run over by a bus. And then explodes. And then explodes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Gratuitous explosions always make me laugh real hard. Well, that scene was specifically directed by Michael Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. They brought him so in. That's, yeah, they brought him in. Paid him $100 million to explode in Nintendo. Like, direct this scene. And he was like, all right, I'm going to add explosions to it. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I mean, like the the movie is a comedy. Yeah, it's. It, it, I I kept audibly laughing out loud at the bully. Oh my god, that bully was so funny! Just the faces that the bully would make. The fact um, that he's clearly like ten years older than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, like, when I was watching the movie and they first showed him, I thought he was just, like, an, you know, another kid in the school, like a high school kid or something. Yeah, but then he's in his class. And then he's in the class. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, I don't know. I liked, uh, I, I didn't even write it here in my in my open notes, uh, open discussion notes, but, like, the uh, the kid, the like, the, the kid who had a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was great. I mean, he was a little little shithead, but I thought he was hilarious. Oh yeah, he was funny. Um, I hated the, as which I should. I hated his parents for blaming the Nintendo. Oh yeah, and not not their shitty parenting or their dumb kid. Like even even like the scout meeting or whatever, when you know that it's it's not a Nintendo under the sheet, right? Right, and. <laughs> And then they pull it out and it's like an encyclopedia and you're like, why? And then all of a sudden they explain it. Like, I, I think that's yeah. part of what I liked about this movie is there were a lot of things where I I was like, yeah, but that's not a thing or how that happened or why or whatever. And then immediately they explain it. Just like an American pickle when they explain the science of how a man was pickled. They didn't explain it. They waved it away in a way that acknowledged that they were waving it away. The science was sound. <laughs> everyone believed him <laughs> it's still funny it's still uh, the best part of that movie <laughs> but like 
like when he had the purple boots and he was like, oh, you know, they're girl boots. And like, he's all like embarrassed about it. I'm like, yeah, that didn't really age well. You know, like uh, gendered colored clothing isn't really uh, or is becoming less of a thing. Uh, or, yeah, but it was a thing in 1988. Right. And then immediately they shot back to the his daughter in the in the in the present who was like, why are they girl shoes? Yeah. And he's like, well, because they had purple. And she's like, so? Yeah. Yeah, I liked the way they explained things in the way that they kind of showed how incorrect 1988 was. Like every time, every time there was, you know, they did it a lot in the beginning of the movie whenever they're like, I was riding my bike. Or did you wear a helmet? Of course we wore helmets. <laughs> Everyone did. And then a helmet and then a helmet pops on his head and. Um, like what was the what was the other one where she was like, "Were you wearing this?" And he goes, "Of course I was." Oh, uh, safety glasses. Yeah, that's what it was. Only it was a bag over his yeah, head. It was a paper bag. Yeah. Um, there are definitely some. I mean, I, I would watch it. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it again. I'm just saying that it's. I don't know if I'd add it to my rotation. Oh man, and then like, uh, uh the the presents that pe- people brought that kid or whatever like they were trying he was trying to sell him on his like goldfish or whatnot oh uh, yeah dude i liked that uh the the off-putting kid which one the 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 nerdy one behind the dumpster the one with glasses reminded me of from a christmas story the like in the line i'm pretty sure they modeled him after the kid from in the line that's like i like the wizard of oz <laughs> i like the tin man I'm pretty sure they modeled him after that kid. I wouldn't put it past him. It makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, that kid was fun. I I like the part where he's like, how many do you have? And he goes, oh, I sold 93 wreaths. And he goes, what's a wreath? There were a couple of bits in in the movie, and I can't can't think of them now. I probably should have written them down, but that were... Uh, like very clear homages to either other movies or or, or other things, and I thought mm-hmm. I thought they were they were clever when when I recognized them. But uh, yeah, I think he. Uh, we're kind of just jumping all over the place, sure, which yeah. is fun. I love it. Um, I think he kind of overcame the bully too easily, like just standing up for himself at all was all he needed. Yeah, to stand up to the bully. He was he wasn't a great bully or not a real like real life bully. I've I've been bullied. I was as a child. Yeah, I've been I've been bullied as a child too. If I stood up to my bully like that, they would just like punch me in the face. Like right, they wouldn't have given me my money back. I remember I remember one time uh, we were we were in like PE or recess or something, but we were out out in the field, and like I don't remember how it happened exactly but but long story short i accidentally kicked my bully in the chest and then he was just like fucking started wailing on me i was like i'm sorry i didn't mean to he's like ow yep yeah sucked yeah i won't go into my bully stories i i once just made fun of my bully and then he chased me around the the schoolyard well that's so i don't know so I can't tell if I was the bully in that situation, but he was trying to harm me. So yeah, I would we think if both. he, I think if 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 you get bullied by the same person on a like daily or weekly basis, that uh, them, uh, you being sort of mean to them once or twice, isn't really considered. Now you're the bully, right? Yeah, and I didn't cause him physical physical harm. I just made fun of his name um which i think was fine anyway it's yeah oh childhood ah yes childhood trauma is the best um uh oh oh, oh, wait so like the the power glove like there was this like big build up to the power glove and how it's gonna be like awesome and then it was like the shittiest thing which Again, it's another one of those things where, like, the movie's setting it up to be one way, and and I'm like, that's not how it was. And then the movie's yeah. like, oh yeah, no, the power glove was the worst piece of shit that ever came out. Yeah. 
and except then, the virtual boy. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they uh, they killed the dog. They didn't kill the dog. They uh, they hurt. The, they maimed the dog. They did. They implied that they killed the dog, and then uh, I guess it was probably ten minutes later they said they didn't, but. You couldn't really tell if he was just saying that they didn't kill the dog, so that way his daughter wouldn't be sad. <laughs> no, no, no. The dog showed up in the meeting later. Right, but maybe he just added that in there as as a bit, so that way... Because she was very upset that the dog died. Yeah. And he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't tell if, like, the dog being alive was because she was so upset about it. Or not. I liked um I like I liked their plan that they had to like distract the the uh, what's it called? The the teacher and and the bus driver. Like the Oh yeah. The, the plan vomiting. In, what's that? Yeah, vomiting, yeah. Uh, specifically like the, the, the method of distraction was, was the, the kid who could like puke on command, which I didn't understand what the spaghetti those was about. So he couldn't puke on command. He had a medical condition. He said that SpaghettiOs made him puke. So he ate SpaghettiOs for breakfast. So that way he would sit there and puke for nine minutes straight. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that for some reason. Uh, I was probably sort of distracted while watching it, but it was, it was earlier in the movie. So like earlier in the movie, he goes, or like how I puke on, com or I, I puke from SpaghettiOs or something like that. He was like, it's a medical condition. And then 30 uh, minutes later, it happens. It happens in the movie. Cause like, it, I don't know. It, it was, it, I don't know if it was weird editing or whatever, but they showed like the SpaghettiOs like on the bus or something. And I was like, why? Cause it was like unopened candy SpaghettiOs. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe he ate him on the bus. I don't know. I like I like how whenever he's uh, having to clean up poop, his dad tells him to not go behind the shed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was clever, right? Yeah, it was. It, it ended up know. being more clever than originally presented. Because you thought your dad was his dad was just being nice, and he was really trying to protect his, his secret. Secret. Um, yeah. Oh, well, well, back to back to their plan. I like that their plan was so like. Uh. 11 year old right right like it's this implausible thing uh that there's no way that an adult would think that any of this was a good idea but because they were you know sixth graders or whatever or seventh graders uh it seemed like perfectly reasonable for them to you know distract a bus driver and then like send the kid out to call their parents like they're the way they changed it on the fly or whatever their plan right and the fact they pull it off, too. Yeah, mostly. I mean, the kid gets left mostly. behind at the mall. Right, but then David Cross saves him. Yeah, I thought David Cross did a, did a great, uh, had a great role in the movie. It was really neat. Yeah, I thought at first he was going to give him the Nintendo. Yeah. His car. But then he didn't. <laughs> uh, I thought his I thought his little sister was going to be shitty about getting like a blonde haired freckled. Uh, I thought so kid. too. Yeah, especially since d didn't Cabbage Kid Patch Kids have clothes? Uh, yeah, and I that think one just had, one had like a, like white a specific shirt. outfit or something. Yeah, how come the Cabbage Patch Kids from his trunk had no clothes? Like they just had each had like a white plain shirt. Who knows? I guess because they're bootleg. Maybe. No, no, no. They were authentic, right? It said so right on the butt. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know. Maybe he just got like little cabbage patch like t-shirts and put them on. I don't know. The janitor. Somebody punched a grandma. <laughs> our own, own family, too. Uh, that was pretty good, too. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we talked about we talked about the shitty kid, the whole like selling reason. I like the lying kid too. Yeah, he was pretty funny. <laughs> I liked that. Like when they first started selling Reese or whatever, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go sell one to your mom." And then, like at the end of it, end of the the day, he was there selling one to his mom. 
Yeah. I think it didn't he say he already sold one to her? Yeah. And at the end of the day, he was selling one? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah. how it went. That's pretty great. And then the fact that his mom bought from him and not her own child. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of, of picking up the dog poop, like how much poop was in that yard, though? Yeah, there was a shit ton. Literal shit ton of poop. <laughs> yeah, that dog pooped a lot. That dog did poop a lot. Um, I didn't... I don't know, not growing up in the north, it was kind of hard to relate to all the like snow stuff, right? But whatever. I mean, it's the same thing with the Christmas story. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I feel like they tried to have like parallels with the Christmas story, except they didn't want to add violence to it. Yeah. And so that's why he didn't end up like beating up his bully like the Christmas story. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that makes a lot of sense now that you say it. Why are you so mad? Now that you say it, I guess it makes sense. Gall. Because I would have liked to think of it first, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm just petty like that. That's okay. I forgive you. Well, thank you. All right, I guess we can talk about the end now. Yay, let's talk about it. Do you want to do it and you want me to do it? Uh, you can start. All right. <clears throat> he doesn't get a, a fucking Nintendo. He does not. The whole the whole fucking movie. I'm so upset. The whole movie. He talks about how he gets there's no payoff at the end. It's all a dumb lesson about Christmas. I mean there there is a payoff and it is a dumb lesson. But right, he gets a kick ass like tree fort, right. which is cool. Like it is a kick ass tree fort. But the whole movie is about him trying to get a Nintendo and he doesn't and about how he got a Nintendo because the preface of the movie is here is how I got a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I guess you could argue he did technically get a Nintendo from the store. He did. And then it just was destroyed. But and then he tells a story about how he worked all summer to buy his own Nintendo. Yeah, but that's not part of this story. This story is was was uh, pitched as this is how I got this Nintendo that we're playing right now. Let me tell you the story of how we got this Nintendo. And then he tells this story. Well, look, it's Neil Patrick Harris. He was involved in How I Met Your Mother, which should have been named How I Met Your Aunt Aunt Robin. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. So he's already been... How I Met Your Mother, and then I'm now going to... Your Mother's Dead, and we're spoiling How I Met Your Mother, which is fine. It's an old show. Yeah, dude, that show ended like 12 years ago or whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 12 (laughs) years ago? (laughs) It was a while. I think my kid was probably, my first kid was probably just a year old, maybe. So like nine years, something like that. Jesus Christ. It's been a minute. Ugh. Well, sorry for ruining a nine-year-old show, apparently. <laughs> it premiered in 2004, I think. Or no, 2006, maybe. That makes sense. This, this is a long time ago. Yeah, because I... Any hoozle. Um, yeah, so you're right. He didn't. He didn't get his Nintendo. There was no payoff uh, for that Christmas specifically. But he did explain again with the explanations thing. He did explain that he no, he didn't get a Nintendo. Uh, but he worked real hard the next summer and bought one. Right, and that's how he got the Nintendo that he's got. Right, and that's the lesson to a daughter who wants a phone. The entire movie is maybe if you work all summer as a caddy at a golf course, you can buy a phone. Yeah. And then, and then, and this, and this is the part that killed me and made me sad was that like, she, she was like, you know, the whole point of your story was that I, I, you know, I'm not going to get a phone for Christmas. And then she's like, Mm -hmm. but you left out the best part. You and your dad found, that's the, the, the Christmas you and your dad found your thing. Right. Right. And then it's like revealed or whatever that they have uh, from then on were were working on little projects around the house together and putting their initials together in the house. Yeah. And it was really sweet and it's really cute. And and, and I I appreciate that. 
Um, but it turns out that his his dad has passed away uh, apparently yeah, fairly it, recently. It pans to his seat empty, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And I, yeah, I also got sad. I got very sad. Yeah, and it's you know, and it threw me back to well, I you know, my my dad passed away in in March, and this is gonna be the first Christmas without him, and it's you know, it's not super easy. Um, it's not. Right. I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time quantifying it. Right. Cause like part of me is like, Oh, well, you know, last few years I wasn't really close to him, but he's still my dad, you know? Um, yeah. And we still, we still had a thing. Like our thing was listening to music and watching shows together and stuff. And it's, you know, to, to be reminded of, of, you know, uh, uh the, the sort of the important moments in childhood that you don't realize are important until they're gone. And it's, I don't know. It just made me really sad. <laughs> For like the rest and, of today. Me and my dad's thing is not talking about politics. Like aggressively not talking about politics. That's that's what we've got going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean my dad is still alive. Um and I didn't mean it to sound like that. Ha. My dad's still <laughs> my dad's alive. Still alive <laughs> idiot. No, but I mean like I, I I could imagine a world where he's not there and I'm very sad. I used to, when I was a kid, I would cry myself to sleep because I would imagine my parents did. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. What a, what a terrible, terrible thing. Like not in a good, like I wasn't like, I wish my parents were dead. Like not like that. Like it was like a, oh no. Like what if my parents were dead? And then I would cry myself to sleep as a child. Yeah. I do that as an adult. Oh, okay. Like it, it just it happens, you know. I think about like what what would it be like if like one of my kids died, like shit, like oh that. yeah, that'd be fucking terrible. Yeah, it'd be fucking awful. Um, you know, and I I know in the past five years or so, like that I've had had that thought about my dad. Like one day I'm gonna get a call and it's gonna be like the hospital, being like, hey, your dad's dead, and and then like cry myself to sleep about it, and then That's it happens. How the hospital greets you, right? What's that? That's how the hospital greets you? Yep, exactly. Hey, by the way, your dad's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible way to tell someone that. Um, yeah, no, I I mean, like, I got a call from uh, the Fort Worth Police Department that were they were like, hey, uh, this guy's in the hospital and it says, like, that maybe you might be related to him. Oof. And I was like, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? You know, so it was it was out of the blue and it sucked, um, you know, so it felt as as abrupt as if somebody was like, hey, by the way, your dad's dead. But, yeah, I, I don't know where it's going with yeah. that story. Other than other well, than empathizing with your crying as a child. I'm not looking forward to it uh, as I as I shouldn't. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would hope that most people uh, aren't looking for uh, looking forward to their parents dying. Right. Like it's. Yeah, that's not going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not fun. Like like I said, I had I hadn't talked to my dad in in probably four years or so, and it, you know for for personal reasons or whatnot. But even then, you know we were we were close growing up. I was his only child. He was a single dad. Um, and and it's yeah. it still sucked. And and I think unless unless you have like a either no relationship with your parent or uh, a, a really troubled one where you just know that reconciliation isn't a thing that it's always going to be rough. And even, even in those cases where reconciliation isn't a thing, it's probably still pretty rough. Yeah. I talk to my dad every week, so yeah. it's going to be a, a not fun day when that happens. Yep. Yay, life. Ugh, yay, what a downer for this show. <laughs> anyway, the dad's dead at the end. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and he married the other girl in the class that had the same shoes as him. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, it was, I was like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Although I can't imagine marrying anyone from, like, my middle school days. <laughs> I, you know. There's a couple of people that I, uh, all things being equal, I could see happening. If it was a small, I mean, a small town that you never left, like maybe, but I don't know. Who knows? 
Who knows? Oh, you know what? Speaking of speaking of uh, Steve Zahn, uh, I thought casting Steve Zahn as uh, Neil Patrick Harris's dad was great because they look kind of similar. I thought the kid looked similar to someone, and I can't remember who it was. I don't. Know, the kid looked familiar to me, but I couldn't. I don't think he looked like anybody specifically in the cast. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway. You can watch this on HBO Max, and that's it. Choices. Can't see it in theaters. Can't see it anywhere else. It's not available on any services to purchase that I'm aware of. Uh, it is an exclusive to HBO Max. And the dad's dead at the end. And the dad's dead at the end. Wow, okay. Two, two depressing things. It's not available anywhere else. It's and both equally to... depressing things. No, yeah, they're both <laughs> equally depressing. Uh, what are we watching? What are we watching next time? We've no. kind of petered out here. Uh, well, either Finch or a surprise movie, depending Ooh. on how lazy Andrew's feeling. Oh, that's a good point. You're gonna throw it all on me, huh? I mean, it is all my fault, but you're, I'm still saying. Okay, well, okay. How about this? Not necessarily lazy. It could also be anxiety. Uh, it's less anxiety and more of I just hate large crowds of people because of anxiety no i think i just hate large crowds of people all right that's fair (laughs) (laughs) basically made me go see a movie premiere i don't know we'll see what happens yep either way we got a plan and we'll see you in two weeks right see you in two weeks thanks for listening goodbye